previously on Full Immersion. Dynamicoms, a branch of MBN that manages web space and, and content creation. They are pretty soon due to close front load tech startup that they purchased. My employers are willing to pay you to somehow corrupt or otherwise render the data that front load has uh, useless. The best solution is well, if we could find a legitimate reason to visit the front load office. So who are you trying to get an interview with? Matteo Cooper, the founder. Just so we're all aware, and maybe for the benefit of the audience, the legwork clock uh, stands at nine o'clock, which it's not going to progress anymore, but might affect getting paid at the end of the mission, should the mission be completed successfully. And the mission clock currently sits at three o'clock, 1500 hours. So one segment was filled in as a result of your legwork. And just to remind everybody, if the clock reaches midnight, the mission is a failure, unless, uh, it, unless it happens at the exact moment you succeed in the mission, I guess, but pretty much at midnight it's a failure, no matter at what point the mission is in. Uh, so be aware of that. And failure is a very real possibility in the sprawl. The game gives us rules and and things for what for what to do when a failure happens. So it's not it's not considered just a game over. It's just another aspect of the game. So yeah, I think I think that's that. I think we're ready to probably dive in. Uh, I think it'd be beneficial to recap what we learned during legwork and what the mission is. Yeah, I agree with that. Sure, uh, I will paraphrase the briefing again. Frontload is a tech startup that was bought by NBN Dynamicoms. Frontload isn't being closed down. Their offices are, and they're kind of being subsumed into NBN as a whole. Uh, and so. The mission you've been given is that before the offices close, uh, there's some data that needs to be maybe stolen, but ultimately just destroyed. Um, They've taken a lot of info from its creators without their consent, um, possibly taken by aggregating data from various MBN branches or or maybe even shadier methods. Uh, It's believed to be stored on site in a pretty secure location, such that if the database was destroyed or corrupted, the data would be lost. The team was introduced to Tegan Alder, who is also on the database, uh, so also has motivation to get it off. And the employer and your employers are willing to to pay you to uh, make that data go away. The front load offices are in kind of a walled off office park, so part of the mission was getting in there. And there aren't there are only a few permanent employees. We have a map of the place, and I believe that the mission the the plan was for you to Tegan got an interview with was it Matteo Cooper or Ewan Green? Uh, I believe it was Matteo Cooper. Cool, yeah, got an interview with him and that's going to be your pretense for sneaking in. Shell was able to get a bunch of fake IDs. Was there anything else that we learned in the legwork that's relevant? Oh, there was some some stuff that Esteban did with uh, his hacker friend. Yeah. Uh, we got a device. So, yeah, we got a device to, effectively to, to plug into... Uh... So we've got two devices, right? We've got little oh, yeah. USB sticks to plug into as many uh, computers as we could find. And then we got the big one for scrubbing the data from the server. Yep. So the small devices are there as a cover for us to try and steal the data, make it look like it was an espionage attempt. Yep. And that was Amelia's advice to me. Yeah. Also, we did find the name of Marina Raptus, who's the security person at Frontload. So we have a leg- legitimate pretense for actually approaching. So presumably we're going to enter during business hours. Yeah. And the plan is that Esteban and Shell then sneak off. Yeah, they'll definitely be during the day. I believe. I was an intern, and well, Don was the camera person. Cameraman. I, I'm the producer, and Tegan is the star. Um, I have a question about uh, weapons. Uh, we're probably not taking weapons. That's not really a question. Uh, <laughs> pretend it was. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if uh, I don't know if Don's can take his uh, his shotgun or whatever it is, for instance. I have a revolver. I think I can take a revolver with me. I've got a whole hide pistol. it. Stuff it in like a, a be- like a shoulder satchel or something. Yeah, exactly. I've got Mr. Zappy. Can I hide it amongst recording equipment? Maybe. Don't use that microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that would be such a good comic like prank moment. It sounds like something out of Hitman. No, that's good hashtag content. Hilarious prank. <laughs> One million hits on YouTube. Um, getting weapons in, I think, uh, there. From what you know, there's a little bit of security getting into the like office park thing. Like you, you don't know exactly how much, but there is a like a checkpoint kind of thing you'd have to go through. But it doesn't look particularly stringent, so you think it will probably be okay. Okay, so we're gonna just take weapons hidden. Uh, I have a question about Walter. Also, I'm assuming that he can. Not come with us, but he can be flying around in the vicinity. I doubt they actively shoot down passing owls. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that's probably fine. It's owl hunting season at the <laughs> yeah. headquarters. Um, should we cut to you guys kind of prepping for the mission, probably in Esteban's garage, or should we cut to you being at the mission and actually doing it? I don't think I have I've, any extra I've got no prep. words for the team or things to do at the garage. Cool. So yeah, you're. It's a weekday, probably morning, morning time, ten a.m. ish. 
and you are um, pulling up to this research park. I can't remember the name of the research park, although I guess it's not massively relevant. Oh, Rutherford King East. And um, presumably you're in Esteban's van. Uh, it's not really the look we're going... Yeah, I suppose we are, actually, yeah. It can, it, can, it can double as a TV truck. Slap a decal on the side, we'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you who, who's driving? I assume Esteban. Yeah, I'll drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you pull up to the little security window, and there is a uh, a person in a kind of a smart smart looking uh, security uniform. We're here for an interview with Frontline uh, for Tegan Order. And they they uh, tap away at a pad and they're like, oh yes yes. Uh, can I see your? Uh, can I see any any IDs, please? I will hand over one ID, which will be my one. I guess we all flash them. I guess yeah. I'll pass over mine. It's a the, genuine the legit, one. The legit one, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> put that one on top of the pile so we won't check the others. Who's in the front of the van? Quickly, actually, I assume it's Tegan, right? Tegan, I think. Yeah, yeah. Tegan and Esteban, right? And then everyone else in the back. Sure. Plus Walter. <laughs> What's that? Plus Walter. Just keep Walter in the van. <laughs> but what it's worth, I think he's not in the van. No. <laughs> sure. I've got a very strict no hours in the van rule. <laughs> uh, the security guard shuffles through them and hands them back. It's like, very good. And they go, do you mind if we just take a quick look in the back of the van there? Uh, sure. Uh, there's not tons of traffic at the moment. And uh, so you, you're kind of stopped uh, blocking and a, uh, a security guard comes out round the little office thing, round the back, uh, knocks on the on the door of the van. Yeah, I guess it's like a shutter door or what kind of, how big is your truck? Uh, it's big. It's real yeah, big. Yeah, so it's like, it'll be like a shutter door, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's... Slowly comes up, they climb inside. I'm hoping we planned this far ahead and put convincing looking recording equipment in the back and not like guns. <laughs> well, I would have taken out all the medical and, and mechanical workshop stuff that I keep in there normally. So it's probably quite empty actually. But we probably have a camera with us in the back. Do you, Are you just going to kind of ignore them and let them get on with it? Unless we think there's something they're going to find, I think yeah, we just think- let them... I don't go ahead. Anything suspicious, huh? So yeah, we're not we're not really sneaking anything in apart from ourselves. And this guy, this guy's seen us. So yeah, I think they have a they have a, a brief search, but after a while they look they look behind them, see that cars are maybe starting to queue up a little bit, and they're like, okay, cool, cool. And they jump out the back and indicate you to roll it down. And they're like, go ahead. I'll go and park. You should park in the parking spaces, uh, which I see on the map that Alex has provided. Uh, there's actually cars in there. You'll have to park somewhere else. Ah. Just pull up in front of them and block them in. <laughs> it's not massively relevant. You do find a parking space. We don't have to go into tons of detail, but do you think that you try and park closer to the to the building in a way that makes the van quite obvious and obtrusive, or are you trying to blend in and park it? Kind no, of trying to try to be intrusive. Yeah, this van is not blending in. The, our, our plan to blend in is not to blend in. Essentially, something that you notice as you as you start getting out and unloading, which I assume is what you're going to do once you're parked up, is there are quite a few cars parked in the, the front load offices more than you'd seen on any other days do they look particularly suspicious like armored no no they don't like security cars at all they look like civilian cars not not particularly high-end uh, but not not particularly shoddy looking either just a small smattering of cars that just suggests there's more people here than usual but if they're not security cars they're probably civilians yeah so that might I, be fine. it's still not ideal but we can't we'll yeah, see yeah. yeah yeah you never know that maybe more people around will make it slightly easier for an unknown figure to wander about. Yeah, true. Yeah, so you all you're just filing in presumably as a as a four. You're not no one's staying behind in the in the van. I think we just proceed because we have a totally legit reason to be there, which is to record an interview. I think we just proceed with that plan as like as if that's the only thing we're there for. Yeah. Do we want like a safe word to be like a this has gone sideways break? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so let's say the safe word is oh shit, we're busted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, if anyone says that, that means to do something more proactive. Okay. <laughs> basically all i was really checking is that no one is no one is staying behind in the van right i don't know yeah, so no, that would be a dumb thing to do let's not do that uh, so as you enter you immediately kind of get an idea of what's going on i don't know if you guys are looking at the at the map of this place but it might be useful to refer to at this point so there's the the desk at the uh, front of the building is currently being staffed there's a receptionist there um he's kind of young and smart looking and there's uh a tray with like some drinks on it also on the table um like various various juices uh, and you can see in the reception area uh, kind of milling around uh, a group of people in casual clothes those who are characters that like to consume content on the internet so most likely to be Tegan and Shell notice a few of them as like bloggers and vloggers and various creativity is there people. anyone i i know or have met before there might be a couple of people you've met in passing at events but no one you sort of know uh, as a friend or have a close relationship with. As you walk in, the, the receptionist kind of looks and makes eye contact with uh, whoever's in front and obviously kind of makes it clear that you should 
uh, approach them before doing anything else. I shall proceed to the reception desk. Are you taking the lead on this in terms of interactions at the moment anyway? I feel like that makes the most sense for now. So the uh, so yeah, as you as you approach the receptionist goes, um, it's a large truck you've got out there for for your crew. Do you find a parking space okay? It's like slightly passive aggressive. Fine, thanks. I'll, I'll just breathe through it. I deal with commenters on the internet. This is my thing. <laughs> You're you're not here for the um for the meeting, are you? You're here for an interview. Yes, correct. Mateo will be out in a minute. If you just want to uh, grab a drink and and chill out for a second, he'll be with you with you shortly. Can I ask in a nonchalant way what this meeting is anyway? The receptionist goes, look, looks back up and looks looks down at you uh, and says, uh, "Oh, uh, yeah, it's just some kind of uh, creators' meeting about um, content creation going forward under the." front load banner i'm sure it's oh, all going yeah. to be very you've, boring you've got the creator space haven't you that's right yeah yeah just just about kind of engaging with the company feel free to talk to anybody here if you'd like although um they do have quite busy days ahead so be mindful harris as you're kind of surveying the scene uh, taking it taking it all in as these conversations are happening you notice one of the media types um but not not necessarily as a vlogger or content creator it's an older man wearing like um quite well dressed but a little bit outlandishly dressed in a red jacket. He's got like um, a shaved head and a grey beard uh, and a cybernetic arm. Uh, and you, you're pretty sure that he's you've you've met like he's he's a hacker or a cyber criminal of some sort. You're not 100 percent sure why he should be here. Sweet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're not sure if this person is up to something, Don, but Harris recognizes him from from crimes. <laughs> crimes. I recognize you from crime. <laughs> yep. Uh, may I? Uh, case the joint. Oh, this is a good opportunity to case the joint. I would like to, uh, as I've done in numerous times, while appearing to be uh, totally casual, I'd like to eye the place, see if I can see any weaknesses, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, I didn't really get the chance to case the joint before, or if I, I think I tried in horrible You case the security park outside, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. The guy was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it was real good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, this counts. When you take time to examine a location for security weaknesses, you can exploit roll edge. Great, okay. I don't think I have any reason to take any bonus to this, so I'll just roll edge straight up. Oh, no, that's bad. Oh, it's fine. It's no, you made it's a sound. You limped over the threshold. It's like last session coming back to haunt me. A, uh, at some point as you're poking around, a uh, man with a drinks tray looks like he's about to ask you a question, but then someone else asks for a drink and he, he walks away. So you avoid some kind of confrontation. Um, okay, so you gain intel. So, yeah, on a 7 to 9, I gain intel, which I can spend uh, as intel, or I can spend it to ask questions from the assess or research lists. Uh, it has to be related to exactly what I'm casing, so I guess it has to be related to the ground floor, or at least this kind of entrance area, or the building in general, maybe. Yeah, I'll say it, it applies to the build, to the to the ground floor of the building, and probably outside and kind of down the road and out the gate as well, I'll, I'll also give you, I think, because maybe this can also encompass you looking around you went in will be reasonably generous with it but yeah notably doesn't concern anything that you that anything upstairs upstairs so are you guys just gonna kind of wait for um mateo to come out at this point or yeah i think we just wait so yeah he comes out of his office uh he's dressed pretty smart but in that kind of casual you know gonna give a ted talk on a stage kind of a way probably t-shirt and a jacket and he he comes out and he looks around and he's he's seen a photo at least of tea and so he he recognizes you um he walks up and he says uh uh, hi, uh, Miss Alder. Hi, um, Mr. Cooper. Please call me Tegan. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, you're you're here for your interview. Everything everything ready to go along? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let me introduce you to my crew. Damien's my cameraman. Um, I'll kind of shoulder and say, Carlos Gonzalez. I'm the I'm the producer here. <laughs> nice to meet you. And um, this is what was your name, Jono? Uh, Jennifer, real name. <laughs> I mean Smith. Jennifer Smith. She's just uh, interning, she's doing a little bit of job shadowing. I hope that it's okay that we brought her along. Oh yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, wow, quite the quite the crew you've brought with you. Good, glad to see you're taking this seriously. Yeah. So my my thoughts for the interview really were that we would do um, a little bit of of stuff of like uh, just of introduction and and useful footage, and we can kind of film it in front of the creators milling behind me here in the reception, and then we'll do the bulk of it in my office. Does that sound good to you? Yeah, I love that idea. I was hoping that we could get a little bit of footage of these people uh, just to show that Frontloaded is still kind of uh, dedicated to that that creator element. That will be our drive going forward. He he looks around at the office and he goes, uh, "Yes, we become." Um, Quite fond of this place, and uh, but you know uh, need, needs of the company, we're going to have to leave. You know, just uh, just a quick word. Uh, stay on the ground floor here. This is this is the only place you should need to be. Upstairs, a bunch of a uh, bunch of boring stuff that isn't going to interest you or your audience. 
Um, the bathroom is down here near the stairs, so you shouldn't have any need to go upstairs. Um, and then any uh, any footage or uh, photos that you take will have to be reviewed by our security officer, Marina. So just bear that in mind. Of course. Um, so I think his preference is for you to shoot the the reception stuff now. So that's probably what happens first. Are you guys going to do anything during that time, or are you just going to continue with the interview? As so I'm going to make sure that I know where the stairs are, uh, because we are going to have to go upstairs, <laughs> despite what you just said, and like where the lines of sight in the office are like a kind of a route to try and get upstairs. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have a quick word of Harris as well, while uh, and, and whisper that we might need some sort of distraction potentially just to, to draw the eye away. Uh, while we're in the reception area, um, I need to break into you and Green's office, right? Have you told us this, by the way? No, I'm just think I'm just thinking internally. It's fine, but that was the right dude, right, Alex? Before I get this, the wrong you was the right dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Don't cool. Accidentally vandalize someone else's office. And actually, quick thing: you can see you and Green out and milling around with the creators too. I should probably should have mentioned that. Uh, he's currently talking to a group of them that are furthest into the reception, closest to the creator space. So he does not appear to be in his office right now. Can I assess his? office from what i can see from this side of it i so i'm gonna i'll let you do it but i think that you would need to there's no window into it there's just a closed door so i think that you could so if you wanted to assess here's what i'll say you'll be taking a small risk in that you probably have to walk up to the door like push it and then obviously do a pantomime oh i'm in the wrong place right that's only going to create a problem for you if you miss on your roll so if you roll six or below i think i still want to assess it what's the worst that can happen i think i should so my for what it's worth when i get caught after rolling badly my cover is that i meant to look inside Matteo cooper's office and i can't tell them right can't read. okay yeah <laughs> yes i am wholly illiterate uh but i'll roll assess which is edge just before you do quickly uh, i'm just going to check the would case the joint be relevant here? Can you use it to get a bonus? I'm just not 100%. I don't want to de- deprive you of any bonuses. Case the joint gives me an intel, which I can spend to ask assess questions, but I'm actually not I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep that because that's relevant to the outside of the building. And the, yeah, yeah. I, I want to ask a specific question about this office. Presumably, if I roll well, that means I get a glimpse inside the office? Yeah, so I think what the, the ideal situation is you push the door open and then in that split second you get a pretty good look at it because you're a professional. Um, one thing to bear in mind is for, you could use your case the joint if you rolled a six because it gives you intel you can spend normally. You could spend that to bump the roll up, so bear that in mind. I may well do that because I think I, I think that intel can be relevant here. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's where it could be relevant. I'm going to roll edge. Okay. Another seven. Another seven. Okay, cool. So I gain one hold, which I will immediately ask. Oh, I was going to ask what the best way in is. Through the that's door. Too boring a question. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why it's pretty obvious. Okay, so my question is, how can I avoid trouble or hide here? So I basically want to know how I can be inside this room undetected. Yeah, okay. I'll just give you some stuff, and if it if I you feel like your question is answered, tell me. And if you don't, I'll try and give you more. Also, I'll just give you a general idea overview of the office. So your plan to open the door like an idiot and walk away goes pretty much perfectly. I don't think you need to pantomime because just actually no one's looking at you when you open the door. There's enough going on here. You pick your spot. So you just push open the door, look around and walk away and you're pretty sure you didn't get seen. The office is... So going from the map, it's a pretty large space. Um, there's a desk at the back of it. The desk is quite... Um, it's 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 like like a light, lightly coloured wood, but it's quite big and imposing. It would be pretty easy to hide behind. There is a filing cabinet in here. There's a big cupboard in here that would also make quite a good hiding spot. There's a a big com- the, the desk is mostly taken up with a computer with several monitors, probably three monitors. And this also just kind of looks a bit like the office of a of a tidy workaholic. So there's lots of kind of personal affectations in there. Uh, you've, you can see a pair of shoes. You can see some clothes. You can spot some food containers in a bin. Um, so it's a little bit uh, it's a little bit messy. There are windows in here. There's quite a large window on each outside facing wall. Although the windows don't look like they open, they look like they're kind of the the room the whole building is climate controlled so there's probably no need for the windows to open uh, also obviously the door is not locked there is a mechanical lock there doesn't appear to be any kind of electronic security in terms of getting in the the windows would break fairly easily if you applied pressure correctly but you would be very surprised if they weren't alarmed uh, the the best way to do it would probably be the way you just did which is pick a spot to get in um, views to the office are very very good from all around the reception though so if people were facing the office it would be really hard but the receptionist is not facing the office they could look around and see it but they're not actually facing it Uh, and there's not particularly good views 
at the office door from outside the building. So you'd only really need to worry about people in your line of sight. There are no blind spots. Uh, and you can't spot any uh, electronic security inside the office either, no security cameras or anything. Okay, so hypothetically, if I were inside and had shut and locked the door, I would be reasonably free to act, although I'd have to, I'd still have to get out. Yeah. Out of interest, do I get the, and this is kind of not the really related to the office, do I get the feeling that the people in the reception area are going to be there for the duration? Like... Is this seem to be like are, they, are these people about to leave like during the interview? I'm trying to work out because it seems like they might just be there. No, time. I think that one thing that uh, you and probably the rest of the team uh, maybe should have mentioned this too spotted is uh, at the reception desk there is a schedule of the day and a lot of it is going to be spent inside the creative space with occasional breaks taken to like leave and mill around and get coffee and things. Um, but most of the day is going to be spent doing like seminars and, and bits and pieces inside the creative space, usually, you know, about 50, 50 or so minutes long. Okay. Uh, I can defile an office in 50 minutes, I reckon. I mean, I pretend I didn't say that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to return to the group. I'm not going to do anything now. Uh, I presume I didn't get any... I probably got no more on the second, like, inside the office, so... Yeah, yeah. So we're going to just proceed with the interview then? Yeah. I don't think you need to roll dice for this, hilarious as it would be. Uh, Alex has invented a new move to conduct an interview. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really good. Oh, man, yeah, if you roll well, they say something particularly controversial that's going to get lots of hits later. You could do a quite good interview move. So, yeah, the, the shooting stuff in front of the milling around people is probably going to take about five minutes. Yeah, so while this is going on, are you guys just... You're not enacting the plan at this point, right, while he's doing this bit? No, I think we're, we're establishing the cover at this point, so I will make some... I'll, I'll make what I probably think producers like say and do, which is kind of cartoonish uh, implementation <laughs> thereof. I will have sort of said, now, Esteban, um, you should be doing this. Harris, just stand there and hold the camera. Hold the camera, pointed at the thing that needs to be filmed. It's just like a gun, but... <laughs> It takes pictures instead of shooting people. I feel like with a with a with an internet content producer, you can't possibly act weird enough for it to be suspicious. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> that guy was kind of acting like a, an uncomfortable douchebag, but <laughs> nothing nothing weird about that. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question, but could you eat this really hot pepper first? And then... <laughs> Just try and answer. I promise it's going to be funny. I've allocated five minutes for questions, then 15 minutes to talk about my Patreon. So if you can stand and look polite while I do that. Yep. Oh, man. So many hashtag content jokes. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I think this you can shoot this just fine. Um, I don't think any potential complications are going to come up. Uh, the the people can uh, continue to mill in the background. Harris, you do notice that when the camera comes up, the... the um, man that you recognize from before kind of angles himself so his face it's not going to show his face that goes pretty much as normal uh i think yeah so mateo's idea was this just was just going to be like fluff stuff so you're probably asking extremely low ball questions one thing that you notice with your uh, interviewer content production skills tegan is that uh, you get there's definitely undertones that he's a little bit bitter about what's happening and isn't that happy about the closure he speaks very proudly about his founding and less so of the uh, of it being acquired by MBN. You could certainly edit this in a way that made it look like he was really angry if you wanted to. So that's... Oh, yeah. That's just... <laughs> Hot takes. <laughs> yeah. You could edit this in an unflattering way if you wished. Um, but that pretty much goes on as normal. Uh, you don't, I assume that you're... The, the point of this interview is for an undercover plan, right? So you're not trying to make it particularly crazy or memorable. No, no. Um, I think... I'll be trying to conduct the interview in exactly the manner he would expect to be interviewed. And then after that, um, you know, the, the camera comes off and Mateo goes, um, I think that went, o- that, that, that went okay, didn't it? Did, did my hair look okay? Marvellous. Good. Uh, yeah, so I'm not uh, scheduled to be in the first uh, seminar, which they're going to start filing into in just a second. So, yeah, if we want to move this to my office, hopefully wrap it up before the next one begins. So, uh, Esteban, did we need to get that thing from the van? You remember the thing? <laughs> you mean Carlos? Yes, <laughs> Carlos. I do, I do. Sorry, I was thinking of some other guy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'll make a pretense of being exasperated and say that, uh, look, I, I'm, I'm going to take the kid and like get her some food or something because she's getting fidgety. Uh, I, I, if if you just start filming the first bit, I'll be back up in in a few minutes. Yeah, there's no need for for Jennifer to um, have to sit around and listen to it, the it serious interview there. part, um, unless you desperately want to, Jan. You've seen how the, uh, the how we get set up. Are you good to go? Yes, I <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered what my name was. Yes, I <laughs> 
again, like, Gormless Clueless Intern is probably <laughs> perfect cover. Oh, shit, you're on, Jennifer. Jono doing a really good job of role-playing a 12-year-old who's been asked to do, like, <laughs> undercover work. <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, Mateo takes you into his office, uh, Tegan. Uh, yeah, and I also go and Harris is there too. I have a camera. Uh, out of interest, I was going to ask, if... Uh... If everyone's if everyone's going to the create space, can I eyeball you and Green and see if he's going to the creator space or somewhere else? He looks like he's going into the creator space. Cool. He started ushering people in. Yeah, as they leave, um, Mateo leans over to to Tegan and he's like, um, "Carlos is a an interesting man. How did the two of you start working together?" Oh, he's a friend of my family's. He just has, a, I guess, an interest in uh... himself <laughs> <laughs> in the media. And he asked if he could get involved, so I was happy to take him on. Like I said, he's a friend of my parents, so I've known him for a long time. He nods and looks intrigued, and he's like, yes, um, seems like an interesting man. Um, a- anyway, yes, uh, please. Uh, and he, he there's, a, there's a few chairs in here, and he's he's looks like he's posed it, so there's quite good light. He's behind his desk. Can I just ask quickly, are there any internal windows into here? Uh, no, they can't. I th- so I think actually what these... The Ewan Green and Mateo Cooper's doors, they have frosted glass on them, but I think it can be adjusted so that you can see through it. There's like oh. a button on the side. Ooh, magic. Cyber. <laughs> so fancy. The future truly is a wonderful place. <laughs> <laughs> and there is also, there's an, one external window at the back of the room too that gives this place quite good natural light. So yeah, pretty pretty standard corp looking office, lots of lots of stuff around. Quite, there's uh, again, big desk with lots of impressive looking computers um, but also, it looks like kind of computer parts and bits of tech just kind of strewn around the room also. Yeah, so for now, I assume that you are just conducting an interview with Mateo Cooper in this little space. Yeah, just keeping him out of the way, I guess. Yep, that's the plan. We'll cut back to you if we're necessary, but for now, you guys are just doing your thing. And unless I say otherwise, the part of the plan where you interview a person is going off okay. So yeah, let's let's cut back to the, to the crime. So we're going to pop out to the van just for the pretense um, because we said we would. <laughs> Is it worth changing if I change into my stealth suit? Is that going to be useful? Uh, so the problem is if you get caught in your stealth suit, that's going to be quite hard to uh, explain away. Uh, the the aim would be to not get caught. Do we think the best route is uh, back inside? That seems somewhat yeah, dangerous well, yeah, to me. I'm, well, I'm wondering if up around the outside of the building is possible. I am not climbing a building. No, I didn't think you would. To perform the actual objective, we need to get you into the server room, though, right? I think that's the ideal. I, I could okay. I could show you what to do if you're confident. I think in terms of data sabotage, what I'm going to say is if Esteban gets into the server room, you can do it without rolling dice. If anyone else has to do it, they probably have to roll dice for it. It might be useful if you could uh, find a way to... Well, we just need we need the uh, secretary's office for like uh, the receptionist's eyes office for like five seconds while we go to the stairs instead of the office door. So if you can figure a way to do that, maybe involving Walter. Walter, the other member of the team. Yeah. Very distracting. Yeah. Yes, I can try and distract. Uh, okay, so I think one of us should consider fast talking the receptionist uh, to distract. It doesn't matter really what the detail is. Be like, oh hey, someone's car is beeping their windows open i don't know i have a feeling you might be better at it than me i would be surprised all right i can go i've got one in style i can try and fast talk uh i basically just want to fast talk the receptionist to have some reason to leave like look outside like uh someone's car alarm is going off i don't know that just something mundane so you you guys do you guys actually go outside or do you so we've gone outside to discuss this effectively we're we're making our new plan and (laughs) yeah we time it so that esteban walks towards the back towards the office uh to go in back for the interview and then kind of makes a, a swerve as as shell uh sends this person away okay sure as esteban walks back in the receptionist who the receptionist is talking to the person that was handing out drinks they look like they're kind of clearing up the uh, receptionist looks up and goes uh is everything okay should you not be in for the interview yeah just technical problems we're just getting some bits and i'm just i just want to fast talk the receptionist and convince them to go outside yep all right i'm gonna roll style yep roll style Oh, okay, eight. That's fine. Why is it so terrifying? <laughs> <laughs> because the mission is so tense, and because we will blame you if you fail. <laughs> yeah, when you try to convince someone to do what you want with promises, lies, or bluster, so you're convincing them to go outside with lies. Um, you rolled an eight. NPCs do it, but someone will find out. Presumably, when there's not a car alarm well, going they off. Realize that you lied. You say this, and they go, uh, "Oh goodness!" And they they quickly um, jog towards the towards the towards the door to go outside. The, um, by the way, the person that was picking up drinks is still milling around the reception area, but they look quite distracted. So at the moment, they're not a concern, but they do still exist. So I think while they're outside, we make a beeline for We're going to try stairs. and sneak upstairs without being seen going upstairs. 
I think at some point, probably not now, but at some point we we cut back to the receptionist looking around at the parked cars and looking perplexed. This may have affected the mission clock. Alex, knowing you, I'm sure it has. <laughs> <laughs> so the reception now is currently, yeah, pretty empty. One person is, is uh, picking up drinks. The creative space, it looks like people have gone in. So what do you guys do? Trying to sneak upstairs. Uh, I don't know if it's acceptable, Is considering it's a bit of a weird one. Can I covert entry upstairs? Which is when you attempt to infiltrate a secure area alone. So I know it's alone. I wonder if it will give me the, the ability to that I can act. Although I won't necessarily be able to help Esteban. <laughs> so to roll this, you would have to be going first up into the area without Esteban. Otherwise, I don't think I can let you because you're stealth. You're, you're used to being stealthy on your own. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's something I can do though, right? Like once we're in the stair stairwell or something, maybe I can go up and try and like scatter out maybe disable a guard or something and then like whistle i'll hoot down the stairs that's my code <laughs> yeah that's fine that 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 works fine so the two of you go through this reception through the door to the stairs through so in the the ground floor pit on your map marked stairs there's not a ton of detail here but there are there are stairs within this room and then against one wall there's the there's like the bathroom so yeah so is shell still in her civilian clothes going upstairs yeah i think so i don't think that has mechanical effects but i can't remember it gives me plus one to, to sneaking around so it, it is definitely relevant okay so you're forgoing that plus one i think i have to yeah the upside to this of course is if you get caught you are not immediately don't immediately look like a cyber criminal <laughs> yeah okay roll covert entry i roll covert entry which uh is cool with no bonus yep uh eight nice yeah i get one hold so, yeah, so should there be... Uh, so if you describe infiltration and security measures I have to overcome, I can spend the hold to bypass and disable stuff. Yep. So you, you make your way up the stairs. You immediately come up the stairs and you're in, again, like another kind of stairwell room. This is a room in and of itself. Uh, and there is a door in front of you that appears to be electronically locked. At the top of the stairs? At the top of the stairs, there's a room. You can go into the room just fine. Like this, Okay. Uh, if you look at that room on your map mark stairs, it's pretty yes. big. It's just a big empty space with the staircase okay. in it. But that door is locked. There's also a security camera pointed at that door. Am I, am I visible to the security camera at this time? Not at the moment. You can. It looks like it's only really there to watch the door. So you can you can hang out on the stairs and see it. Um, you're smart. You're smart enough infiltrated to spot these things before you blunder into them. But you would be visible if you got up close to the camera to the i think door. it's probably best if i disable the camera i feel like esteban will be able to crack the door if i recall esteban you, t- uh, you took some yeah i'm good at this stuff now yeah i can bypass uh security measures okay so it sounds like the door will be right up your alley so that's okay so i'll um disable the camera so you can bypass so the the covert entry move is you can bypass the security system or car but disabled in order to disable it you have to have bypassed it so i know that sounds wordy uh, and uh, kind of specific but basically I think what that means in this case is you can bypass it you and Esteban will have a chance to do something but this bypass will be temporary Is there a way to disable it without using covert entry? There is, I would make you roll some dice, I would probably make you roll to act under pressure and you would describe how you're doing that as well Okay, uh, I would like to do that then um, I think that uh, I assume it's up in the on the wall high up on the wall? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of in the corner it's not too hard to reach, the ceiling here is kind of low, it's up very, like, it's pointed directly at the door, so if you imagine you're looking at the door, if you look up to the top left, it's kind of in the corner, so someone particularly tall could almost reach out and grab it, you can't quite, but you probably can grab it in your hands if you need to, you're, you're jumpy Can I, yeah, can I shimmy up the wall a little bit, like just uh, kind of leverage myself, just to get a bit of extra height and cut an exposed cable or something like that yeah you can uh, so you can so this is only a brief a brief disabling thing so maybe what you do is you stick a little device onto it or something that's going to loop its footage for just like a minute or so uh, that'd be even better if, I, if i've got something like that that sounds great i think that would like you, the move specifies that you do it and we assume you're a professional so you can basically describe it any way you like yeah okay yeah I, yeah i'd like to disable it if i can do it like speed style that'd be pretty cool i have a feeling that the security boss will have some awareness of if a camera suddenly goes off so if we can loop it in a way that can be that will survive our infiltration that'd be pretty yeah good. i think so for the uh again getting all complicated with the moves um the bypass thing you do for free so you just do that so i think probably what you do is maybe you stick something on it so it's not going to be detected it's being tampered with and then you have to try and tamper with it and the tampering thing could go either way so we'll have to roll dice for that. Does that make sense to you? So I just have to roll... So if you roll to act under pressure, the camera will not be a fact for the rest of the mission. Uh, so act under pressure is just edge. I don't have... Uh, sorry, cool. I don't have anything to take forward to. I think that's okay. 
Nice. Oh, perfect. You made it. So you you stick a little device. Oh, well, you can describe this. This camera is not going to work. So what does this look like? It's not going to be a problem. So describe to us what this looks like. It's a cool device. I'm not very good at explaining this stuff. So I'm going to say it's, I like the idea that it's a looping device. I think there's like some kind of serial port on the back of it that I can shove a thing in which tampers with it a little bit. Like maybe it flickers for a split second, the feed. But um, after that, it loops. I, I just leave it. I could even turn it towards the wall or something like that. Uh, I feel like it would be like eventually it'll be obvious it's been tampered with but um i'll just leave it like that for now uh it's essentially disabled and i will call down to esteban and tell him the coast is clear and can you help out with this door please uh so i will saunter upstairs in a kind of casually stealthy style i'll look at the door and whistle <laughs> to make it look like it's gonna be really hard to get in and then i'm gonna use moves i'm gonna use the bypass move so when i attempt to subvert security measures bypassing a locked door for example uh roll cool and a seven plus i successfully bypass the system without leaving a trace and on a 10 plus i gain some valuable insight to security at the same time and gain intel this is a pretty sweet move so i'm gonna uh kneel over the door i'm gonna un- unfold some of the tools concealed in my bionic arm and uh, fiddle with the doors in a kind of cool lockpicky sort of way which I don't have to go back because I don't do cool crimes in real life (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm kind of running out of ways to describe breaking into places because it's not a thing I do (laughs) I got all cool oh nice got 12 so I gain some intel as well about the security okay so there's a well you can describe this actually I guess yeah so um, I guess uh, Esteban uh, like I said he whistles he uh, (laughs) Like a builder making an assessment, goes tricky, uh, and then uh, kneels and fiddles with it a few times. There's a, a couple of uh, fiddles with the lock for a while. Um, various a kind of very, very small kind of uh, implements extend from fingers uh, on his on his brown arm. Uh, a, a couple of lights flash, and then the door just buzzes and uh, swings off the electronic latch. Uh, and uh, he kind of nods to himself in a in a bit of satisfaction, looks around for people to look admiringly at him, and then uh, sees there's only Shell there who doesn't really do that sort of thing. I I. And reasonably admiring. So he'll just uh, gesture, gesture through the door. This is my this is my wheelhouse, right? Like breaking into things. Uh, I'm quite impressed by this. Well, well good. You, sh- you should be. <laughs> but we'll deal with that later. So I'll just I'll just wave her through the door and I'll hold it open for her. Uh, so you go through. This again is a little, just another kind of thoroughfare room. Um, directly in front of you, as you go through the door, is another door which also looks quite well locked down. Um, this, for, you know, from your plans, is the server room. Uh, and then off to the left, there is another uh, electronically coded door that you know from the map is the uh, Marina Raptus' office and also the security hub for the building. Uh, out of interest, have we seen Marina Raptus? You have not. Do we presume, maybe? Hopefully that she's, she's just room? on a sick day. Uh, Esteban, you might be able to, like, tamper with this door so it's locked and she can't get out of her office for some period of time. If we presume she's in there, we don't have any reason to go in there, so... I could try. It's, it's a bit risky because I'll be fiddling with her door while she may be inside it, but I'd rather just get inside the server room, I think. Uh, did you say there was a lock on the server room door as well, Alex? Yeah, this this door looks particularly impressive, actually. Okay, so I think we're going to have to repeat it. You might have to tase her if she comes out of the uh, <laughs> comes out of the room. I will ready Mr. Zappy. So the two of you just walking across the room to the... Um to this server room door. Yeah. You asked that in a very leading way, Alex. <laughs> I just want to know what this looks like. So es- Esteban is always nervous in this sort of situation, so he'll kind of move in a, an inherently suspicious fashion, so this kind of like <laughs> half-crouched over scurry. Did you say the server room door looks different to the door we just went through? Uh, it looks well... So it's an electronic sliding door. It looks thicker and bulkier. It looks like it will be much, much harder to break down with force. Um, but it's got a similar style of electronic lock, keycard swipe and like... Um, retinal, retinal scan thing on it that Esteban just bypassed. Should have stolen a key, a key card. That would have been good. As the two of you walk into the the room itself that leads to the server room, um, although the floor here looks similar to uh, the floor in the stairwell, just kind of a, I'm just like a like a vinyl kind of a floor. As soon as your feet kind of fall on it, your footsteps suddenly sound extremely loud to you. And at first, you might just think it's because you're nervous, but then you realise there's some kind of sound amplification on this floor that makes just makes footsteps loud and. As you realise this, you can hear the the security door to the security office like starting to slide open. You can hear a kind of hydraulic hiss. The two of you are standing right in front of it at the moment. I turn to Esteban and say, oh shit, we're busted. <laughs> so, so I will immediately bolt for anything that looks like cover. This room's pretty empty, so it's probably going to have to back out to the stairwell. Yeah. I feel like I want to roll into the corner, kind of to the side of the door, so I'm not immediately visible and ready, Mister Zappy. Is that? Are we just going to try and? If yeah. it's one person, yeah. we're just going to try and tase them. So up. I'm going to go back. I'm, I, I, yes, I think we split. You go to the corner. I go to the the, the room with the, the the stairwell, and we'll see what happens. I think. Okay, I think I'm going to make you both act under pressure here. I think that makes sense. Shell to see what kind of position she gets in, and Esteban to see how uh, successfully he 
runs and hides. This is the kind of thing that Shell would not normally need to roll for, just running out of a room, but it's the kind of thing Esteban probably should, I think. So both roll to act under pressure. Sure thing. Oh, you've rolled already. I have rolled already. You got 11, okay. I've rolled very high. Yep, so you're fine. Uh, my, <laughs> Esteban's nervous paranoia kicks in. <laughs> it's already ready to run at any given moment. Yeah, we're both good. Cool, okay. So you you both think pretty quickly and communicate well, so Esteban is out and behind the door. So yeah, the the door hisses open and a lady walks out she so she she is looking like kind of into the room but you do have kind of the drop on her because you hid behind the door um she is just dressed in kind of business clothes she it looks like she's in her kind of late 20s early 30s and she's uh, she's wearing a lanyard she she does have a small pistol in her hands but it's ray but it's down it's pointed to the ground can i spend my cover entry hold to disable her. Oh, hang on. We had a miscommunication. I thought you had to spend your covert entry cold to disable the ca- to disable the camera and then roll act under pressure to bypass it. Oh, I thought it was just rolling. Yeah, that was my miscommunication. Uh, can I disable her in some other way? You sure? I'd like to avoid rolling mix it up. <laughs> Basically, that's what I want to avoid doing. Yeah. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> so interesting. This this could conceivably mix it up or act under pressure because you are using violence against an armed force to seize control of an objective, kind of. But you're also racing against the clock, acting while in danger, or acting to avoid danger. I'll give you act under pressure because of the miscommunication that we had earlier. I think that's probably fair. All right. So I can act under pressure to tase her horribly. All right. Okay. That's fine. I can do this. Uh, nine. Okay. That seems fine. Uh, does it seem fine? It's it sort of fine-ish. Fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. So you. So she does see you because she is looking around, but she looks just in time to see you point the taser basically in her face and push the little button. Um, she is not uh, a heavily armed security veteran, so you tase her uh, and she goes down. But as she does, she she drops her gun, reaches into her jacket, and you're pretty sure she grabs or pushes something. Oh, God. All right. Allow- There's no bl- uh, blaring alarm sounds. Uh, fine. Fine? I turn to Esteban. Fine? <laughs> so I assume there's a FUD. Uh, at that point, I'll come back out. <laughs> Unbeknownst to you, I think downstairs in the interview room, um, Mateo, like, his jacket buzzes. He reaches into it, pulls out a pad, looks at it, frowns, but then just immediately puts it back away. It's not... Un- unsure whether Tegan and Harris uh, think that might be something to do with you guys. So I think we'd go through her her pocket, right? And see if we can see what, what she's just gone for. You want to go through her pocket? Yeah, see if we can work out what she's just done. You fi- So from the place that she pushed, you find her pad device. Um, it's now locked it looks like it but it, it it locked very quickly so you're pretty sure she didn't just reach into her jacket to lock her phone um esteban can probably piece together that she pushed something and then the phone locked itself okay so i'm gonna drag her back into the security office uh, i'm just gonna peek around the door and make sure there's nobody else in there there is not it's, it's otherwise empty uh and i'm gonna take this moment to see if there's a uh, desktop or something that i can plug one of these usb sticks into as well there are Quite a lot of computers in here, in fact. There's some screens in here with CCTV uh, of, like, various points around the facility. So the, you can see the looping camera feed. Um, there's also security, quite a few security points inside the server room. There's one of the reception, too. You can see that the receptionist appears to be on the phone. And you also catch a glimpse of... Um, well, actually, actually, we didn't know. We weren't exactly sure what Harris told you. But you can see someone coming out of the creator space. He didn't tell, didn't tell us anything, so, yeah, that's... I haven't told you to suspect anyone. Or anyone in particular, so I don't think I'd I'd remark upon that. Uh, So what I will do, I will... I'll plug a couple of these USB sticks into some some desktops. I'm going to see if she's got a key card in her pocket. Yeah, seems like a good idea. Uh, She has a lanyard on, and there's a key card on it. I'm going to take that. The door, I think, had a retinal scan. Do we want to drag her body over? No. (laughs) Hold hold her up. Okay, all right. I'm in a hurry anyway, so uh, yeah, I'll I'll plug a couple of these USB sticks in there. I'm going to take the lanyard back over to the security door. Okay, yeah, so this doesn't take all that long. So, and is Shell, Shell's presumably just hanging around in the server room at this point? Uh, I'm going to loiter probably out in the hallway because I assume S-Man won't be long. I, I mean, I can help plug stuff in. Uh, I, I assume the next port of call is going through this door, though. Uh, so, Esteban, you can plug stuff in. Oh, no worries. actually, uh, so I, uh, when I spend all my holds, which I guess I have done, I gain a gear. So, I guess we can we can presume that I rifled around in the office a bit and got the gear from there. Yeah, or from or from Marina. Um, once the gear comes up, or we from can decide. Her, okay. But it's pretty open. You, it could be something you found on Marina, or something you got in the office, or even something you pulled off the camera, maybe. So yeah, yeah. So Esteban, you can plug plug in some bits and pieces. You can do that without too many problems. It does look like so some lights start going off on the on the desk on the monitors and things when you plug stuff in. They've obviously detected that something's plugged into them that's maybe not supposed to be. Um, but in a kind of error message way, not in a call the police kind of a way. Yeah. 
Okay, so once I've finished doing that little bit of crime, then I'll go back to the big uh, server room door. You can... Oh, so also as you as the both of you make your way back over to the server room door, you can hear Marina's phone buzzing in her pocket, but no, nothing else. I'm not going to answer that because that would be, that would be hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so she's in the hallway, but should we assume you dragged her into the office just so she I've was I've dragged her obvious? into the office, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, she's yeah, in the yeah, office. Yes, yeah. I have, yeah. Right, so... And then I'll go back to the door and see if the lanyard's enough to get me through or if I need to do some more... Uh, more cool crime. I think you probably still need to do some cool crime because it also wants a retinal scan. Uh, but since you have the lanyard, if you don't roll perfectly on the roll, your the fail your the consequences of your failure will be lessened. Okay, so I will repeat the early procedure. I'll, I complete with the whistle at the start, and I will uh, <laughs> unfold some tools from my arm and do, uh, fiddle with some doors. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Even better. That's another intel. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to use any of this intel for anything at this point, but it's, it's always good to know. <laughs> uh, so the door slides open, and you are there in this server room. So yeah, th- this server room looks like server room. There are banks and banks of computers, um, quite a lot of monitors, but just as many, just like big, big, wired up servers everywhere. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to look for uh, the thing that I'm looking for. This is where my uh, my player knowledge kind of runs out. <laughs> where my character knowledge probably doesn't. I'm going to do some bad things to some computers, Alex. I am not Mr. Computer Knowledge either, so I do not have a particularly detailed description of what you need to do. There, there's a there's a computer in here that I think like manages all the all the servers in here. That's probably the one you need to use, and you are going to have to plug some bits and pieces in. But mostly, you're going to have to like operate the computer and make sure the program is deployed correctly. Yeah. Does that all sound? If not real computery, cyber computery, crimey enough, uh, you're not going to need to roll any dice for this, but it's going to take a little while. Okay. You're going to have to be here doing this for. I'm going to say three minutes. That's fine. I'll tell Shell to watch out. Uh, Yeah, can I assess this room while... I assume I can't do much help, but can I assess the room very quickly? Yes, you can. Uh, I'll roll edge. Seven. I get one hold. I might immediately ask... uh, Out of interest, I'm hoping this doesn't require a hold. Are there any other... Like obvious ways out of here, like there's the door, but is, does this place have windows? No, it doesn't. This place is locked down really tight. Skylight. <laughs> if you ask, if you spend your hold question on this, I might, I might give you some other potential options, but that's something you'd have to spend a question. Yeah, on. I get that. I was just asking if there's anything obvious. Um, so I'm in second to ask, what potential complication do I need to be wary of? I would say the big thing that you notice quite quickly is that this room is designed to lock down. Uh, there's another door. There's the main door, but there's the, like some big metal shutters that could slide across it, both inside and outside, if an alarm went off. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> so Esteban starts. You can interrupt me if this cha- if, if if you guys start doing anything else. But at the moment, at, so Esteban starts, you know, plugging stuff in, typing away on the computer. Um, Shell's kind of idling around, waiting probably. Um, there's a feed, there's like a screen next to the door here with a feed of the room immediately outside because there's no like window on it. Um, and Shell spots the door down to the stairs slide open and someone walks through the door. They don't look like security personnel. They look like they're kind of dressed in casual clothes, but they do look like they're kind of, they, they look to you like an intruder. They look like they're looking around as if they aren't supposed to be there. Um, okay. Your intrusion's being intruded upon. Yeah, like... I guess that's fine. Like, I mean, we might have just found an ally. <laughs> uh, that, that feels optimistic. But then, like... <laughs> Look, we're on the same team. They're not a guard. Like, okay, sure. I don't immediately act. I I draw Esteban's attention to it and probably hide. So I'm not immediately, I'm not standing in front of the door when it opens. As is my, my uh, operating method. I'll start swearing in Spanish. <laughs> they come through the door into the, into the room, the little thoroughfare area. And they start walking across the room to the door into the server room um they're walking quite slowly and in kind of a weird way they're like placing their feet on the ground in a in a way that strikes you as odd presumably they're trying to avoid making sound on the floor i assume i i chew it yeah you would guess so um and they glance at the door into the security office but they turn their attention back towards the server room door and they look like they're headed for it uh this guy's doing a much better job than us of breaking in though so <laughs> we disabled the Props. security guard for him <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> <Yeah>. job <laughs> if we waited 10 minutes we'd have been all right <laughs> So yeah, he reaches the door and he gets a card out of a, out of his uh, jacket and he swipes swipes the thing and then holds his eye up close to the door and it looks like the door is about to open. What do you do? This is on you, Shell. I'm, I'm at a desk. So I've, I mean, I've got no way of fighting this guy, but I don't know. I'm I'm ready to have a conversation with this guy. Okay. I don't think he's a threat to us. We know that he's trying to break in, so we're not exactly going to like tell on him. Maybe we can help out. I mean, if he's trying to steal the data or something, that might be different. If his 
needs conflict with ours, but... Um, so the door slides open and he is standing in front of you suddenly. Um, so you're not, you've, have you, you've not hidden, right? He'll be able to see when the door opens? Is that, is that correct? Uh, I think she will hide. Hon- so, okay, honestly, I think she would hide, but that, that doesn't help Esteban. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think she'll duck out of sight. I don't think this guy's necessarily a threat, but I don't want to be immediately seen. Uh, I can't hide Esteban, sadly. Yeah, this is a busy server room. You could hide pretty easily. No need for rolls. But the the bit that the computer you're working at, Esteban, is pretty obvious from the door. So are you going to do anything about this? Well, I I would have expected Shelter, and this, is, this isn't a criticism at all, I would expect Shelter to do something different. So no, I'm going to keep tapping away. So you hear the door hiss open. Um, you don't at first hear any commotion and suddenly you hear a voice from behind you. Uh, it's a male voice uh, and he goes, um, NAPD, put your hands up and step away from the computer. Uh, I'll turn around. So it's um, an, an older guy dressed in kind of, he looks very much like a creator. He's got one of their lanyards around his neck, but he does, and he's like, he's uh, got kind of a grey beard, kind of an older man, but he's got a gun and he's pointing it at you. Um, he doesn't really look like a cop. You got a badge? He's like, I don't need to show you my badge. Just, just step away from the monster. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, friend, but I'm on a, I'm on a tight deadline here. Um, you're going to have to show me some sort of ID. Yeah, he goes, I'm the one with the gun here. I'm the one doing the talking. You just... He he takes a quick look around. He's like, is there anybody else here with you? Well, no. Are, are you sure you're in the right place? I give Esteban the thumbs up from behind the silver. <laughs> he goes, I don't think you're supposed to be here. Do you want me to go and... Uh, Bring the security chief over. She's just in the next room. Yeah, yeah, sure, fine. He's like, you just, you just walk out of here, and we can pretend this didn't happen. No, that, that's, that's not what I meant. Uh, is this guy sufficiently distracted from the door to allow me to leave unseen? Oh, Christ! <laughs> just, just leave, leave the room. <laughs> has Esteban sufficiently distracted this guy? As in, he's pro- as he approached Esteban and moved away from yeah, the door. Yeah, he's, he's standing like uh, part way into the room. So what I'll say is, you can leave without this guy seeing you. You'll have to roll dice if you don't want Esteban to see you. But that's completely. <laughs> up to you i don't care if esteban can see me i'm gonna leave (laughs) i'm just gonna like wink really obviously esteban and leave (laughs) so i will say i will say kind of this guy but really not you've got to be shitting me (laughs) 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 okay so shell leaves the room and you're kind of having this tense standoff situation with this with this person are you just gonna try and like like stare this stare this guy out uh esteban is that your plan to just Hope he breaks first. I'll give him ten. I'll give it ten seconds, yeah, and then I'll see what happens. And if he doesn't, like that, ten, ten seconds is when I, I move to Plan B. Okay. So hold on, wait. Let me ask a question. Can I legit get behind this guy without him noticing me? Because I could just tase him and do Esteban a real favour here. If you want to oh, tase yeah. him, <laughs> a big favour, thanks. If you're going to tase him, that is going to require a dice roll. Hmm. And that I think will probably have to be mix it up because he is an armed force and you are seizing control of the room. I am uninterested in mix it up. I'm not sold. <laughs> I've I've left. I've just left. It's fine. Sorry, sorry Esteban. <laughs> you could you could talk your way out of this. I, I believe in you. <laughs> okay, um, I'm going to give you a chance for this for this stare down tactic to work, Chris. But I think this just like although this isn't strictly fast talk, I think this comes under fast talk. No, that's fine. You're using bluster to get what you want, which is like y- like both of you are trying to shit the other person and clearly like shouldn't be here. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just about like who gives up on the charade first. That's fine. Uh, I do. So, I will say to him, look, why don't you both stop bullshitting? He goes, okay, fine, but I'm the one with the gun. And he's like, this is silenced. I'll shoot you if you don't step away. Look, I've got something to do here. You've clearly got something to do here. Why don't we both just do our thing and be on our way? He, he looks like he's weighing up his options. Tell me why you're here. Uh, just doing a bit of job to uh, get rid of some of, this, uh, some of this data. What about you? He's like, well, that data would be pretty useful to me. Uh, I'm here to extract it. He looks at his he looks at his watch um, and he he looks and he he he's still pointing the gun at you but he gets out his pad. He's like, "You give me two and a half minutes to do what I need to do, then I'm going to leave and you can go about your business." How does that sound? Sounds fair. I'm just going to get well. I'm, I'm going to keep working, but I won't wipe it until you're done. He um he puts his he puts his gun in his in his jacket. He holsters it. He looks like he trusts you or at least isn't threatened by you. <laughs> oh, I told you it'd be fine. What are you worried about? This guy's <laughs> fine. He holds out his cybernetic arm to you and he goes, I'm Gabe, by the way. What's your name? <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh, why did I tase Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>